And we are back here on the KYMN Morning Show. Joining us now in our studios, we have uh, Jake Riley, Northfield's uh, Community Development. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. All right. And also, uh, one of the folks working on the comprehensive plan, Betsy Buckheite, is with us. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you both for coming in uh, today. We uh, we talked last month with you about the uh, comprehensive plan and made it a plan to, to have like monthly updates uh, to see how uh, everything is going with the comprehensive plan because it is a very, very important document uh, for the uh, city of Northfield. I guess we'll start off by asking... What's changed in the last month? Where where are you at now? You're still early in the process. I guess we're getting to almost mid-process. But last month we talked about discovery. That was the early engagement, going to the community and asking what they liked about Northfield, what they'd like to see changed, and bringing that back to develop the vision statement. And that's where we are now. So to put some perspective on it, in 2008... The 2008 vision, I brought it along, Mm -hmm. was that Northfield values its unique heritage as a mill and college town and will reflect its community identity by preserving its historic and environmental character and enhancing its quality of place through a progressive and sustainable development pattern. I don't know. How well do you think we did? Did we realize that vision? Uh, You know, it seems like we – I think so. I mean, it seems like that's what we've been doing for like 15 years. <laughs> Jake, you, you come at it from a little bit of a, an outsider's role. You haven't been in town as long as you know, Betsy's. This is her third comprehensive yeah. plan. <laughs> so what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that the uh, 2008 vision and the plan document set a really progressive and incredible tone for the future that has been, for the most part, I think, Betsy's right. It's been um, fulfilled to some extent, and I think we have uh, a really great foundation moving forward. You know, uh, you know this sounds like um, what you might come up with in 2024. Is it, do, you, do you think it's going to change very much? I mean, the, the vision still seems like it's uh, uh, it has a lot of legs on it. I mean, it's just a good statement. Well, we At this point, uh, there's been a draft vision statement, and the Planning Commission has reviewed it. And again, I caution everyone, this is a draft. It's going to go to our steering committee next week, and it will get polished up, changed a little bit. We'll see what the steering committee says. But right now, Northfield continues to tell its story as a city with a strong identity rooted in history while growing as a diverse, inclusive, and sustainable place. We maintain our integrity as an independent and distinct city shaped by our historic downtown, the Cannon River, rural neighbors, and our colleges. Everyone has equitable access to all that makes the city a great place to be. How different do you think right. it is? Uh, worded, I guess, kind of <laughs> quite a bit differently, but uh, you know, I, I, the spirit, I think, uh, still uh, stays alive from one of the statements to the other. What are your thoughts? My sense with Northfield is going back multiple plans is Northfield cares a lot about being a city with kind of an edge, you know, a rural edge. They look, we look north to like Lakeville and Apple Valley and think we, we don't, we don't want to be like that. You know, we don't want to just mm-hmm. drift off into the countryside with endless subdivisions that could be anywhere. So I think that is always something. Uh, downtown is important. People like downtown, it certainly focuses that sense of being a distinctive place rather than just some place you drive around from one shopping center to another. 
I think there's a bigger emphasis now on sustainability and on equity. We've kind of have a climate action plan, which probably came about as a result of the previous comprehensive plan. So that sense of climate action and sustainability is big. Cannon River is always important. Uh, and uh, equity, you know, I think we've learned that we've done a better job investing in some parts of the community than others. And it's time to think about kind of the bigger picture and how we do that a little bit more equitably. Mm. And I, I think the way that Betsy describes sort of the genesis of this vision as relates to the previous one, um, if you take a look at comprehensive planning generally, the intent ought to be that your vision doesn't necessarily change all that much um, because that kind of, uh, I don't know what the right term is, but like a precipitous change in a, in a place's vision can be very difficult for people to accommodate um, and and people because people feel so deeply about places. So in the four comprehensive plan cycles that I've been through in Minnesota, um, I've learned that having sort of an evergreen outcome is uh, really helpful to ground the community in its own self, right? And that then the language kind of changes the way that language changes through time. It's sort of like architecture, right? Every home has a place to cook food, right? A place to go to the bathroom, whether that's inside or outside, has to do with the time, right? Mm -hmm. So architecture changes based on the time and the values of the people and the way people feel about place. Uh, comprehensive plans change in the same way in that the language changes, but the outcome very rarely, or the desired outcome very rarely changes. Let's uh, let's go back a little bit. You, you'd mentioned you'd held some listening sessions, some input. Uh, what did what did you hear there? Uh, tell us some of the things that people uh, mentioned that uh, that uh, you know you'll be taking into mind. People usually say that being a small town is both a good thing. Again, that sense of really having a place, but also that as a small town, I think there's also a little bit of. You know, we can't offer everything that a larger place could offer, whether that's different kinds of parks and recreation or nightlife or businesses. And so it's a kind of a two-edged sword. Uh, I think that people are thinking about uh, sustainability, and we learned a lot about that. People care a lot. Uh, they're, uh, let's see, what else was, what are the big ones? I, I think they're kind of listed, right? So the yeah. the number one is that Northfield stands alone in its own integrity, right? Yeah. So it, it can sustain people, when it, whether that's jobs or access to jobs, um, businesses, etc. Uh, that's thing number one. It's been true for decades yeah. and decades, and that's part of why I was excited to come back here too, right? Because of that place. Um, then I think the other big things are sustainability, and that was cross-cutting. Um, whether that's economic sustainability or environmental sustainability, energy sustainability, all of those things that was very present across the board. Um, and I think looking, trying to think about, you know, equitable access to things like parks, um, to housing. Um, I make, say affordable housing yeah. continues to be an issue and kind of across the board. And a desire for affordable home ownership, which is probably the hardest nut to crack, um, but I, I think it's a good aspiration, that's for sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's the billion-dollar question. How do you make an affordable house? Uh, well, uh, the, the most affordable houses, I guess, and sustainable have already been built. So mm -hmm. um, well, let, let's move into um, 
another another aspect you know okay so you, you've got to you're listening to uh to people uh over the course of like a january and into february now you're you're uh doing the uh vision statement and vision report you know we have a vision statement how how in depth does that need to be you've got like a paragraph or so uh does it need to be eight pages does <laughs> does is it is it good to have some flexibility uh within that making making it simple i think for the vision itself that's pretty encapsulated right mm-hmm. so that you can do it with a paragraph we've also started to develop some guiding values which are the kind of values you would kind of the lenses you'd look through to evaluate city decision making as we actually get to the part of the plan which plans actions not just visions Mm -hmm. and so those guiding values kind of take some of the specificity that the vision may just kind of paint in broad terms uh, once again, uh, Betsy Buckhay is with us, and uh, Jake Riley. We're talking about the Northfield Comprehensive Plan. What is next in the process? What are you going to be doing you know, next week and week after until we talk to you again? In two weeks, we have the second steering committee meeting, which is when uh, that group will get to see um, the vision, the draft vision and values and, and provide their input. And then uh, also that same week, so there'll be additional engagement around these draft vision and values that's targeted. Um, so there'll be uh, engagement staff at uh, the NCRC on the 29th and up at the hospital also on the 29th. I'm trying to think what other, a uh, couple other things that happening that day to sort of talk to people um, about the vision and values and ground truth it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, then they'll get to work on some writing, um, trying to think what else there is that, uh, I think analyzing sort of trends in marketplace and in the city and what's happened, kind of plotting out what we've been doing and what we can foresee. I mean, some of this is kind of betting, right? You know, we have the projections about population and how fast we'll grow, what the business and housing climates are. So they're going to be doing some of that kind of betting on the future and trying to put that together with what we say we want to be to start doing the actual planning. And at the same time, I should mention that we're also doing... um uh, update of the 2021 and 2018 housing studies, um, looking at the housing market and potential for uh, what kinds of uh, new construction um, might be interest might be investable in, I guess, and then also where the HRA and the city can focus its um, influence uh, on that, as well as on the tax base uh, environment and what does the land use mix for the city look like in the, over the next 20 years. We'll be doing some um, sort of more research-based um, work that's separate from the comp plan, but is uh, a complementary component that will be an input as well. So when we get to the action part, we can actually look at, here's where we said we were going to do, this is how we said we were going to do it, is it working, and have some metrics to Hmm. Return to. That's interesting. Um, updating that uh, the, the housing plan. At, at, what, at what point in this process do those two things merge? Uh, will they or do they? I guess merge. But uh, what point uh, is going to be? You think it'll be the summer sometime later on? Late? Oh, I think everything should start coming together uh, and being <gasps> coalesced into more of an action-oriented document. Uh, May, June, July, and then we'll vet that 
through the summer months when folks have a little maybe more free time. I don't know how that mm-hmm. works. I never have free time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that kind of brings up, makes me think of another aspect of this, and that is the business community. Um, you know, we, we, the housing is kind of like one division of the community. The business community is is another uh, division of that. Uh, do you get input from there? Where, where does that vision come from? Where does that input come from? The steering committee has, I think, is it 18 members total, mm-hmm. um, and they're a very diverse group of folks and represent the business community, the um, the uh, boards and commission community, but also uh, folks in the school district. Um, and then we also have been doing targeted engagement with those groups, um, including with the Chamber of Commerce um, and other uh, other aspects of the business community through influence with the EDA. So I'll be to actually bringing the uh, engagement component of the conference plan to the Economic Development Authority's meeting um, in a week from today. All right. So they'll have that in, uh, opportunity as well there. What else do we need to know about uh, the comprehensive plan and where you're at in the process and what you will be doing? Keep an eye, I guess, on our website. It's in the process of getting updated and reframed so that it actually makes sense when you go through it. And you can go and look. If folks really are inclined, they can go. We'll ultimately be able to go and listen to or watch um, all the meetings that have happened. Um, And uh, stay tuned for um, additional engagement opportunities possible around not just the draft vision and values, but ultimately the plan document and make sure we are checking back with folks, too. And I don't know if the planning commission chair has other i mean my hope is that one of the reasons i like being here with you on kymn is i'd really like the as much of the community as possible to get interested in this because when you read comments on social media or just listen to the vibrations you know when what people complain about uh, a lot of those things are things we address in the comprehensive plan and so if you care about what happens in northfield whether that's how high your taxes are or the kinds of things that get built or how you can get around. This is the place where we do the most work to set the direction for that and the city decision-making over the next 10 or 15 years. And so it's sometimes hard to generate that enthusiasm because it seems a little remote, right? You're doing a plan, but there's no project anticipated, and it's going to be eight years down the line, and there's a project in front of your house, and it's from this plan that happened a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to kind of generate that kind of passion about comprehensive planning that we sometimes get about projects. And I know that that's a tough sell, but that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, that's uh, and for people of uh, input, uh, the easiest way, would the easiest way to have some input on this be uh, shoot an email to somebody uh, on the council, come and come and meet with people, uh, phone calls. What's the easiest way? Certainly you can contact the planning commission on the planning commission webpage on the city on the city's webpage, there's a thing, you know, email the commission, so you can do that. Uh, I believe there's contact information on the comprehensive plan page on the city website. Uh, the planning commission takes public comments on its mm-hmm. third Thursday evening meeting, so that's always possible, and e-comments as well. So there are multiple opportunities, and we hope we continue to make those as prominent as possible. All right. Well, we're going to have you back again uh, sometime in March. So we appreciate uh, your cooperation here. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you.